From the Ohio News Network, this is Ohio Sports Magazine. Now, here's your host, Kate Burdett. Welcome back to this week's Ohio Sports Magazine. Matt McLaren is the director of Tourism Ohio, our state's premier organization, shall we say, to help you find ways to enjoy this great state of ours. Hi, Matt. It's getting to be the busy season, isn't it? Hey, Kate. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, this is an exciting time of year for Ohio. It's that spring-summer season where people want to get out and do things and see all Ohio has to offer. Yes, I think you hit the nail on the head when you said, get out. Let's get outside, enjoy some nicer weather. And we have a lot of opportunities to do that here in Ohio. I have been hearing a lot about Ohio's trail system. I know that we have a wealth of opportunities for people to get out and hike in the great outdoors in Ohio. Can you tell me, Matt, a little bit about what makes Ohio such a great state for hikers? Oh, absolutely. The things to do to get out there and enjoy hiking are 75 free state parks, our Cuyahoga Valley National Park, all the incredible metro parks. There are actually more than 7,600 miles of trails across the state of Ohio for hiking, biking, and even water trails. That's incredible when you think about it, considering for most of Ohio, anything is accessible within about a three-hour drive. So to have the 7,600 miles of trails kind of boggles my mind, but that indicates there's a lot to see out there, isn't there? Yeah, a three-hour drive, or you can literally walk across the state on our hiking trails. might take you a little longer than three hours, but uh, with things like the Buckeye Trail, People do enjoy doing that. That's the 1,444-mile trail that circles the state of Ohio. That seems like a very lofty goal, but I'm sure that uh, there are those who who, uh, would probably welcome that challenge. Um, So when going hiking in Ohio, what are some things that are particular to our state that are specific that we should look for when we're out and about? Tell me about some of the, the things you won't find in any other state. Yeah, one of the things I really enjoy and my family enjoys doing is seeking out the waterfalls, uh, especially in our state parks. And especially this time of year, one of those secrets is wait until it's been rainy for a few days and then it gets nice and go out and seek out some of our waterfalls. That's when they're at their their largest, the most water is coming across them and really what I think is the most beautiful. Uh, A few places that we like to hike uh, include Mohican State Park. Now, this is just north of Columbus and that whole Mansfield area. Uh, it has two great waterfalls, Big Lions Falls and Little Lions Falls. If you're in our national park up near Cleveland, you will find Brandywine Falls, which is one of the most incredible and largest falls in the state. And then another great one, uh, if you make your way over to the um, Clifton Gorge area, which is near Yellow Springs, kind of on your way to Dayton, Ohio, uh, you will find the 25-foot Amphitheater Falls and just some beautiful views at Clifton Gorge Nature Preserve in Yellow Springs. Just when you think you've heard about all of the beautiful spots in Ohio, a new one pops up that you've never heard of and you need to go see it. I have myself experienced some of these amazing waterfalls and it really is kind of breathtaking at times and i wonder i'm really in ohio that's fantastic it's just a beautiful scene so we so appreciate having access to to these parks to these trails and it's not just about walking it's not just about walking on two legs in fact um there are opportunities to go out on horseback on some of these trails aren't there there are but before we jump into that i want to touch on something you said When you say, I can't believe I'm in Ohio, we're actually changing that. More and more people are saying, I want the views that I find in Ohio. And one of the examples for that, the Hocking Hills State Park 
often known as the crown jewel of the Ohio State Parks, has been ranked as one of the top state parks in the United States and actually just made Forbes list of the top 50 places to travel to. Uh, Now this is in the world. And to be on that Forbes list, uh, Hocking Hills is really setting that new benchmark for what beauty is uh, and it's something you can find right here in Ohio. So many people from outside of Ohio come here specifically to go to Hocking Hills. And for those who live here in the Buckeye State that have not yet made a visit, I recommend, it's not bucket list, it should be top of the to-do list. Go and check out Hocking Hills. So much to do outside, in nature, and for free for families. Go and check it out. Yep, go and check it out for free. Uh, And the hikes, they're very doable hikes. Things like Ash Cave, it's mostly paved. It's only about a mile from the parking lot. Uh, Other areas, Cedar Falls, Old Man's Cave, a little more challenging hikes, but still very doable and incredible views. Absolutely. So we were going to talk about horseback riding. Yeah, horseback riding. There are two options. There are those who have horses. So many families that I know do um, in um, many areas of the state. Uh, They can bring their horses in for bridal trails, uh, places like Caesar Creek State Park, Olive Creek State Park, and Salt Fork State Park all offer uh, those horse-friendly campgrounds and hiking, excuse me, horse riding trails. Uh, But here's the one for me. I do not have horses. So for me, I would be looking up one of the uh, fun places that provides horses for you. Spotted Horse Ranch near Hocking Hills is one of those where it is a working ranch that offers trail riding on their Appaloosa horses and even their cowboy cookout ride. That sounds like a lot of fun and a very unique experience for a family or maybe even for a fun date if you're looking for that. There you go. A new way, a new way to find adventure. And, you know, depending on how well that date's going, you can either choose to ride horses for an hour or two or they have the full day ride, which is that cowboy cookout, right? Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. There have been a few dates that I think I might just want to leave out on the trail, but that's for another show. (laughs) (laughs) We're talking with Matt McLaren, the director of Tourism Ohio. He has some great ideas for how you can get out and enjoy the great outdoors in the state of Ohio as the weather gets warmer. And speaking of which, when we come back, we're going to talk about opportunities to enjoy water sports here in Ohio. There is a lot going on in the water, and you're going to hear all about it coming up. Common Man and T-Bone. I remember. It was farmland as far as the eye can see, and now it's an Ikea. I'm that guy, and it's annoying. Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by the Hinderer Motor Company. He takes three to six on the fashion. Now back to Ohio Sports Magazine on the Ohio News Network. Once again, here's Kate Burdett. Welcome back. We are joined by Matt McLaren, the director of Tourism Ohio. It is getting to be spring season. It's coming, we promise. And after that, it'll be even nicer out and it'll be a great chance to get out into some of Ohio's waterways. There are a lot of opportunities to go out and get wet in Ohio. Let's talk about, Matt, the 17 different water trails in our state. Yeah, I really want to give credit to the Ohio Department of Natural Resources. Uh, they've started creating these water trails, which are marked routes for recreation on the rivers and lakes in the state of Ohio. And they've just become very popular for kayakers, for paddleboarders, uh, providing some truly great views and, and wonderful ways to experience the outdoors. So one thing on the list of water trails that caught my attention is in Dayton. Can you tell me more about surfing the river in Dayton? Sure. So this is a little different. Uh, in Dayton, Ohio, you have uh, right on the Great Miami Riverway, uh, an option provided by the Dayton Surf Company. 
and they can actually teach you how to surf in the currents of the Great Miami River in Dayton, Ohio. I, I swear there's a t-shirt out there somewhere that says Surf Ohio, and I always <laughs> thought it was a joke, but apparently it's for real now. That's for No, me. it is It is for real. Yeah, they you can surf a paddleboard. Uh, anyone's welcome to go out and do it, but the, that particular shop, the, the Dayton Surf Company, actually provides lessons, uh, clinics, and rentals to go surf in Ohio. If you're not quite ready to hang 10, there's still opportunities to get out onto the waterways, kayaking and paddleboarding have become extremely popular. I know in Columbus, uh, you see paddleboarders and kayakers on the river all the time near downtown, and Columbus is not alone in that, right, Matt? No, it's popular all across the state, uh, kayaking, paddleboarding. So Ohio's 17 water trails are really some of the best places to go out and experience kayaking and paddleboarding in the state. Uh, the Great Miami River is a wonderful place. It's one of those water trails. It has nearly 300 miles of splashing good fun. Uh, also, one of the newer water trails is the Cuyahoga River Water Trail, uh, 14 miles long. It's split into five segments. Incredible for kayaking, but also paddleboarding. And uh, you can do it right there in what's become a very clean and wonderful river to enjoy, the Cuyahoga River near Cleveland. Recently, USA Today recognized the oh, Cuyahoga River in Cleveland as a top kayaking spot in an urban area. So it's definitely not just here in Ohio that we're proud of that. This it's one of those things where Ohio continues to get more and more regional and national recognition for what we have to offer. And that includes all our outdoor, uh, the beauty, scenic routes, water trails, hiking trails, and more. One unique uh, item on the list of water opportunities in the Buckeye State is near Troy, Ohio, north of Dayton, and that is Float Troy. This is something I never thought I'd hear about, and uh, you actually can spend the night on the river, right? You can, and Kate, I've done this with my daughters, and it's one of those unforgettable experiences. Uh, you go to Float Troy. They have a, about 10 tents that are floating tents. You get in your kayak, you paddle out to them with your sleeping bag and your pillows, uh, and you literally sleep on the river with the views of downtown Troy in sight. Um, that experience just, and the kayak is there for you to be able to use and paddle around and enjoy the river all during the day. And then to literally sleep on the river at night is uh, truly one of a kind and one that my daughters and I really enjoyed. What a great family experience to sleep out overnight, not just under the stars, but on the water. That sounds pretty under, cool. <laughs> under the stars, on the water, and with views of downtown Troy in sight. It's a really great setup. It sounds pretty cool. Um, we can't leave out another important part of water sports, and that is fishing. It's getting to be time that the fisher people, as we should say, are, are pretty busy out there. And one of the best places to, sh to, to fish for walleye is right here in Ohio on Lake Erie, right? It is. And uh, you want to get your fishing license. Uh, I get mine every year. Uh, and then you can think of Ohio's waterways. Um, lots of bass fishing across our rivers and even in Lake Erie. But what we've become really well known for is the walleye capital world up there in the Port Clinton area along Lake Erie. The walleye fishing has become incredible. Kate, there are actually over 80 million walleye estimated to be in Lake Erie. Think about that. There's about 11 million people in the state of Ohio. There's 80 million walleye in Lake Erie. I like your chances of catching one. Sounds like a great dinner. <laughs> <laughs> And some trophy-level fish, some truly large walleye as well. Um, many people go up there not only to catch for a great dinner, but also for that, that trophy walleye. 
Matt McLaren with Tourism Ohio. Is there anything we haven't touched on when talking about Ohio's trails and waterways today? Yeah, I'm going to add one more on the bird watching side. Uh, bald eagles are now popular in the state of Ohio again. Uh, one of the, the birds that I enjoy seeking out are bald eagles. And you can find nests in places like McGee Marsh uh, State Park up along Lake Erie and actually in more and more places across the state. So Matt McLaren is the director of Tourism Ohio. And you are just a wealth of information for us. And there is no excuse for any of us to not get out and enjoy the great outdoors in Ohio. Matt, where can we get more information about all the things we discussed, plus a lot more? Yeah, right now you can find over a thousand things to do, including all these incredible outdoor activities at Ohio.org. Thanks again, Matt. This this has been great talking to you. Great. Thank you. I've enjoyed it. We'll have more of this week's Ohio Sports Magazine when we continue here on the Ohio News Network. Are you starting to question your gambling or the actions of someone you love? It may be time to talk to someone who understands. Call the Problem Gambling Helpline today and talk to a trained specialist. There's no judgment and no commitment. Plus, it's completely free and confidential. We're here for you. You are not alone. And remember, we all have the power to change with the Problem Gambling Helpline of Ohio. Make the call today. Call the Problem Gambling Helpline of Ohio at 1-800-589-9966. Hey, Bone, did you know that sports gambling is legal in the state of Ohio? I did, and I've been placing my sports bets at Barstool Sportsbook. Head to Hollywood Casino. They are open. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. And they're taking bets now. I use the Barstool Sportsbook app to place my bets. Even though other sportsbook companies try to get me to bet elsewhere, I don't let them. I thwart all those attempts. Make a first-time wager on the Barstool Sportsbook app and get up to $1,000 in online bonus cash. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Some foot issues just can't be fixed by those expensive shoe stores or shoe inserts. A foot exam from a doctor of podiatric medicine, who is the medical expert in foot and ankle care, may give solutions after doing a complete foot examination. If you suffer from foot, heel, or ankle pain, let us help you find a member of the Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association so you know you are being treated by the very best. Visit us at associationsadvanceohio.com for a referral today. This is Education Matters with Ohio Education Association President Scott DeMauro. Ohio's public schools serve 1.6 million students of all races, backgrounds, genders, and abilities. The diversity in our classrooms is what make them such powerful learning environments for all of us. This Disability Awareness Month, we're celebrating our public schools' vital role as safe, welcoming places for all children to learn, grow, and thrive. No exceptions. Education Matters is brought to you by the Ohio Education Association. Did you know that three Ohioans are diagnosed with oral cancer every day? Dentists are doctors of dental surgery and can recognize life-threatening conditions and treat oral diseases before they become serious health complications. Ohio Dental Association member dentists are located throughout the state and are dedicated to providing the highest quality dental care. Ask if your dentist is a member of the Ohio Dental Association and American Dental Association so you know you're being treated by the best. To find an ODA dentist in your area, visit associationsadvanceohio.com. Springtime is here, and you know what that means. It's time for Mulch Madness. Did you know that too much mulch is bad for trees and shrubs? Two inches of mulch is plenty. Any more, and you risk causing roots to grow up and around trunks, which increases unhealthy stress, shortens tree life, and even keeps moisture from getting down to tree roots. To find out more about Mulch Madness, or to find a certified arborist near you, visit treesforohio.org. That's trees, the number four, ohio.org. Ohio 
Ohio's sports destination. Now back to Ohio Sports Magazine on the Ohio News Network. Once again, here's Kate Burdett. We're talking with Kate Harley. She is the Active Transportation Manager for the Ohio Department of Transportation. And in that uh, in that arena today, that means she's going to be talking about bicycling in Ohio. Hi, Kate. Hi. Thanks so much for joining us. When you say active transportation manager, that covers things like riding bikes and and what other what other aspects of transportation are you in charge of? Of course. So active transportation largely means uh, walking and biking. Well, you definitely have a lot of responsibility. I did not know this, but Ohio has more miles of bike trail than any other state in the union. Is that correct? Ohio has more designated U.S. bike routes than any other state in the country as of um, just this past year. Yeah. And the difference between bike trails and U.S. bike routes is that um, U.S. bike routes often are made up of both off-road sections, so trails, but also have some on-road sections as well. Got it. Okay. And I I know in my personal experience around the central Ohio area, I'm noticing a lot more bike lanes popping up on regular road roadways, um, yeah. which I think is such a great transition for uh, you know, our our infrastructure to be making. So the US yeah. bicycle route system is, is a pretty big one. And um here in Ohio there are trails, there are routes on roadways, there are many, many places, more than 1,500 miles of bike trails here for people to enjoy. As the weather is improving, I think a lot of people are getting those bikes out. I know uh, a few years back during that pandemic, I remember hearing a lot about people buying up bicycles, they were hard to come by. So let's talk a little bit about what opportunities are out there for bicycle enthusiasts in the state of Ohio. What what can you share from your standpoint? Ohio has, like you said, tons of miles of trails. And so for people who are interested in biking, for travel, for tourism, for recreation, um, there are a lot of trail options for you. Um, whether you're in um, central Ohio and utilize trails such as, you know, the Olentangy Trail, um, which is actually one of our like heaviest um, commuter trails in the state. A lot of people um, use that for transportation, um, as well as like the Alum Creek Trail. There's definitely a lot of good options in central Ohio. You could even hop on a trail on the west side of Columbus and bike almost entirely to Cincinnati on bike trail. Um, And that's part of the Ohio to Erie Trail, which ultimately connects uh, Cincinnati all the way up to Lake Erie, um, almost entirely on trail. That's kind of amazing to think about um, going from Columbus to Cincinnati, a two-hour drive uh, by bicycle and on bike trails. That's, That's kind of an exciting concept to consider. What advice, Kate, would you offer to someone that's just starting out? And okay, um, what should I, what should, what should a new novice cyclist be looking for in, in their trail experience? I would say for novice cyclists, um, definitely checking out some of the trail options, um, going online, looking at some of the different Um, trails that are available. A lot of these trails are managed by park districts across the state, and they often have really good, really detailed information about 
um, their trails, you know, whether they're paved, you know, most of the trails that um, we're generally talking about related to transportation are paved or at least are like a crushed limestone that are, you know, pretty rideable for Mm -hmm. most people. But definitely worth um, some investigation online, checking out some of the trails um, to see where they start, where they end, making sure you're aware of, you know, if any of them do have on-road sections that, you know, you might want to be aware of if you're comfortable doing that or not. Um, And there's some really great information um, that we have available through ODOT to kind of help get you started on that. So we have developed um, a statewide trail and bikeways map, and it basically highlights some of the longest distance paved trails um, that are available in the state of Ohio. So it's it's not an entirely exhaustive list of every single trail, um, but it does highlight really those like longer paved trails um, so that you know generally where they are, what their name is, and it's easy to, to go and find a little more information about them online. That sounds like a great starting place. What is that website address? So if you go to transportation.ohio.gov backslash active transportation, that will take you to our ODOT's active transportation webpage. Um, And under education and promotion, you'll be able to find links to our Ohio Bikeways brochure and map. Excellent. Excellent. A lot of resources available there on the ODOT website as well. It's really exciting to think about, um, you know, more and more people, you mentioned commuter biking in the state of Ohio, more and more people opting away from, a, you know, a vehicle to ride their bike to work or to the store or things like that. Have, have you noticed a bit of growth in that area in your experience here? Yeah, we've seen um, a, a pretty steady amount in terms of the data that we get through the census. Um, I think around 2% of Ohioans report actually commuting to work by bike. But we know that transportation is way more than just how you get to and from your day job. It includes all of the trips in between, trips you take alone, trips you take with your family. Um, And so, you know, at least in the past few years through the COVID pandemic, um, we did see, I think, nationally and also here in Ohio, um, you know, bike sales increased by a lot. Um, it was hard to even purchase the bike. And we also saw that trail usage, at least within central Ohio, at one point was up like 200%. So there's definitely been um, some changes in behavior over the last few years. Um, and But we always have and we always will see people using bikes to get to where they need to go, whether um, out of necessity um, or whether out of choice. What better time than now, the spring and summer coming on, the better weather, get out there, wear a helmet. That's an important reminder. Get out there on your bike and explore more of the Buckeye State. Kate Harley, Active Transportation Manager for the Ohio Department of Transportation. I really appreciate your expertise and your insight today. Thanks for having me. Bishop and Friends. I do remember second grade very vividly, and I remember getting under the desk and thinking, we're sure this is enough. If they launch a nuke, the answer is get under your desk. Bishop and Friends. Sponsored by Awaken 180 Weight Loss. Weekdays from 9 to noon. Now back to Ohio Sports Magazine on the Ohio News Network. Once again, here's Kate Burdett. Time to discuss Cincinnati Reds baseball and hear from Jeff Carr of Locked On Reds with our Paul Keels. 
It's our pleasure, as always, to talk with Jeff Carr from the Locked on Reds podcast with the first week of the baseball season having started. Jeff, it's already occurred, but if you would, just from your perspective, talk about what it is that makes opening day in Cincinnati so special. It's just the feeling that every year you get to opening day, and it just feels like there's hope. I mean, I've, I've seen plenty of Reds fans that, you know, they're down on the team. They're, they're thinking, oh, boy, what, what's the point? But I've also seen plenty of Reds fans that are like, oh, I, I, this could be the year. And on opening day, you can't argue with them because it's zero and zero. And you, you look back on past teams and you talk about old players that you remember seeing. And you, you just kind of get to reminisce for a day. And there's it's more pageantry than it is, you know, what game two or game 161 is. But it, it just has that special feeling that it connects somehow the present and the past you know listening to your guys most recent podcast with Stephen offenbaker uh, about the youth of both the reds and the pirates going into this series that is occurring this weekend is that part of what can help give people hope absolutely i mean the, the guys that the reds uh, didn't necessarily break camp with who will be here at some point this year are electric but also the new guys we you and i have talked a little bit about Will Benson and, and the excitement that he brings to the roster. He's going to be such an easy guy to root for. I've heard some of the, you know, different press clips that he has had, and he's just, he's going to be phenomenal, I think, uh, so long as he can, you know, produce at the plate and in the field and stuff like that, because his personality is just going to play so well here in Cincinnati. And he's so young still. He's, I mean, he's only gotten, a, you know, five minutes worth of, major league playing time in his career so so you're not talking about a guy that you know is a retread and is a guy that failed somewhere else or you you've also got guys like jake fraley and tj friedel who you know i don't know that we know who they are and this is a big year for those guys so there's still plenty of young players who are going to be a part of this organization in the future when they're good or at least that's what they're competing for and that's what makes this season so special to watch jeff you were talking about the guys that everybody anticipates being up during the season like an la data Cruz and christian Encarnacion strand i know they're starting the year on the il in the minor league system does that set off any alarms or is that just kind of don't make too much of a concern out of it right now um i think i don't think it's a huge concern especially with la de la cruz they're you know they're giving him a short timetable they say that it was a right hamstring but I don't necessarily know that we're talking to the extent of like what Jonathan India went through last year or anything like that. Uh, the only pause that it does give me is that with the incentive program that Major League Baseball came up with to have big league clubs call up a player within the first two weeks of the season, and then if they are to finish in some sort of award voting for rookie of the year and future uh, you know, MVP or Cy Young considerations, teams could get extra draft picks from that. But they have to call them up in the first two weeks of the year, and this is going to preclude Ellie De La Cruz from that since he will not uh, be scheduled to come back until at least April 14th. So I wonder if this is probably some sort of detail that the Reds could look at and say, you know, maybe we kind of hold him back a bit, maybe we call him up in September and then next year we really bring him up opening day and, and have him go for it. Uh, Christian Encarnacion Strand's a guy that I didn't think was going to make it to the big leagues until at least June or July anyway, so I don't think this changes very much for him. It's just I, I look at this as probably pushing back something that 
I had expected to see in Elliot de la Cruz in the first month or month and a half of the season. We might not see him till later on. You mentioned Jonathan India, and Jeff, is he going to be another one of those interesting storylines to see how he bounces back from last year to get closer to what he did as a rookie? I think as an individual player goes, he might be my most interesting story to watch because of what he has done during the off season and coming into camp, you know, you know, cutting down weight, adding sprint speed, you know, reportedly adding, you know, three miles an hour to his sprint speed. Uh, and, and then also his just desire to become a leader for this team. I, I think that that's something we haven't seen in a few years. And it's something that I think this team has needed. I know that folks say, you know, well, Kyle Farmer was a leader, but Jonathan India is in a totally different position than Kyle Farmer was. Like Kyle Farmer just wanted a spot on the everyday, you know, starting eight. And when it comes to Jonathan India, he is looked at as a top player on this team, regardless of how vocal he wants to be in the locker room. So the fact that he came into camp so fired up like that and so just almost changing his complete mindset from, okay, I thought I could be a power hitter, but I'm a catalyst. I'm a leadoff guy. I'm the dude that sets the table. I think we're going to see a resurgence from Jonathan India, and he's going to look a lot more like his rookie of the year season, if not better. Knowing how baseball really embraces its former players, especially those who have passed in the past offseason, need to see that the Reds are going to be a uniform patch for Tom Browning out on the outfield wall, Jeff. Very happy to see that. I think that that is a is something that the Reds do super well is celebrating their history and celebrating you know players past and you know whether they are honored and some sort of Hall of Fame or not. But obviously, Tom Browning was a, an easy guy to root for when he was here, and and people still talk about him to this day and how much they miss that kind of personality on the team. So the fact that the Reds are going to you know honor him the way that they have is just a testament to their organization and how they understand their own history. I, I think that, you know, baseball fans as a whole are one of the more nostalgic groups in uh, society. So <laughs> it, it, it lends lends itself to, uh, you know, honoring history, but the Reds are one of the best organizations at doing that. I'd agree. Jeff Carr from the Locked on Reds podcast. Thanks as always for your time, Jeff. Very much appreciated. We'll have more of this week's Ohio Sports Magazine when we continue here on the Ohio News Network. Calling all crew fans. Join us every week for Inside the Crew. It's a show about soccer. Tuesday night after 11 Warriors. Sponsored by Coda, a trusted mobility sponsor of the Columbus Crew. Your flagship home for the Columbus Crew. The fan. Now back to Ohio Sports Magazine on the Ohio News Network. Once again, here's Kate Burdett. Welcome back to this week's Ohio Sports Magazine. Our Eric Reeser had the chance to sit down with former Ohio State Buckeye Tyvis Powell, and they had a discussion about the Cleveland Browns offseason. NFL annual meetings wrapped up in Arizona earlier this week, and kind of a drama-free owners' meetings or annual meetings for the Cleveland Browns outside of the sense that NFL teams were mad at Jimmy Haslam for giving Deshaun Watson the $230 million guaranteed, and Tyvis, I think that's kind of misinformed logic or the blame is misplaced because there were several teams last season that were going to give Deshaun 230. Like that figure wasn't just pulled out of midair. So the fact Lamar asking for it, rightfully so, because that's where the market's set at. But teams being mad at Jimmy and D Haslam for just cutting the check that like four other owners are going to do seems a little out of place. 
Yeah, I agree with you on that one. I think it's just for the simple fact that, you know, the Browns are the people that got them. That's why everybody want to blame them. But you're right. Everybody wanted to give them that deal. It was at a point where you have you got to do something in this league to be competitive. You know, the Browns obviously haven't been competitive in, in a long time, so they had to they had to overpay, you know. And that's and it was other teams that was willing to do the same thing to get ahead. And I don't know why people are upset, you know, at the Haslam for doing this or even why people are upset about the whole Lamar situation because the circumstances is that technically they if if anybody's the player should be mad at, at Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen because those are the two that really had a chance. Kirk Cousins started this fully guaranteed deal thing. Yep. And right after he set the precedent, it was really up to the players, you know, to continue to let that thing keep going like that. Every quarterback after Kirk Cousins should have took a fully guaranteed contract. But when Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen signed theirs and only took, well, I think like $140 million guaranteed or something like that, it, it set everybody else back, you know. So now you need a, like a Joe Burrow to do it or a Justin Herbert to do it because – Deshaun Watson set it back, but they're trying to make it seem like it's an outlier of a contract, but rightfully it's really what it should be. It's just the two two top guys as far as Patty Mahomes and Josh Allen go didn't do the same thing, and they should have. And so there's big expectations uh, for this Cleveland team going into year four under Kevin Stefanski, uh, technically year two for Watson, but a full offseason, a full chance to start game one of 17, not just have to wait for a suspension to be out. Like This is going to be Deshaun Watson's offense. This is going to be Kevin Stefanski using Deshaun Watson as QB1 with real no uncertainty in that position and at the annual owners meetings uh, earlier in the week was Jimmy and D Haslam, the owners of the Cleveland Browns and talking about the pressure that's on Kevin Stefanski. That's on Andrew Barry to produce a playoff team this season. Uh, Jimmy was quoted as saying, I don't want to say that, but I think we have expectations to go to the playoffs quote, but I'm not going to say if we don't make the playoffs X, Y, Z happens because that'll be in the headline tomorrow. Listen, the AFC is tough. You've all been around. Our division is tough, end quote. But Tyvis, if the Browns under Kevin Stefanski in year four, Deshaun Watson, full season as the starter, are unable to make the playoffs, there's legitimate heat on Kevin Stefanski's seat. Do you agree? I agree wholeheartedly. I mean, this is, you know, he get the excuse that last year was only six games. You know, Deshaun Watson was more rusty than a lot of people thought. But now that you're going to have a full off season with him, you're going to have a nice preseason with him, you got to be able to have this thing going. They, they've addressed – I think Andrew Berry did a great job of addressing the needs that you need. Now, there's no big splash, key, big-time playmaking guy that they went out there and got, but they got guys that are very productive. The roster – is is intact like it is every single season. It's up to him to get this thing going. You know, if he was able to do it in 2020 with, you know, Baker Mayfield and, you know, maybe not a as talented offense, then he should he should absolutely be able to get the thing done this year, especially with the fact that you'll be with Watson this whole offseason. You know, OTAs is going to kick off here soon, so you'll be able to start those practices with them. You know, y'all be able to get on the same page with the language that y'all are speaking. And it's time to produce. This city has definitely been behind y'all, and they're getting antsy, you know, especially when the roster is what it is now. You know, people want results. And if you can't get that done, and it's, it's, 
it's going to be one of those things that they're going to have to have that tough conversation at the end of the season. And I think to Andrew Barry's credit in filling some of the needs that they had going into the season, uh, you're bringing over Elijah Moore from the New York Jets. You sign Marquise Goodwin. So you add at a position of desperate need that you haven't been able to draft and develop as well as you'd like to. The free agent market is obviously where you would go to supplement that. On the defensive side of the ball with Kevin Stefanski and Andrew Barry doing the things that they needed to do and getting rid of the previous regime and bringing over Jim Schwartz, Bubba Ventrone or Ray Ventrone coming over from Indianapolis to help your special teams or become your new special teams coordinator. I think those show that kind of everybody understands how dire the situation is in Cleveland. Yeah, I mean, you got guys in there. I think the two key um, additions to this team this year wasn't no player. It was actually the coaching staff. When they went and got Jim Schwartz for defense, and they got Bubba Ventrone for special teams. I think those are the two key needs that need that are needed because now, you know, people won't get away. You know, it was a report coming out that Jadavion sat out first and second down, and they, like, actually tolerated that. You know, nobody – hey, he ain't had no punishment for it or anything. You got a guy like Jim Schwartz in there that's going to hold these guys accountable. He's going to change the culture of that defense. You know, and that's something that's needed. We won't see games like what happened in the Chargers game or things that happened in the Falcons game where they just run the ball 12 straight plays and score. I think these guys will have some edge to them and some excitement to them. Also, as far as special teams goes, you got a guy, you got a guy who's now your coach who made a living in this NFL from solely special teams. So he treats special teams and he looks at special teams totally different than just a regular guy. You know, this was how he made his money. So now he's going, they went out and got guys who, you know, specialize in special teams to be productive in that unit. And these guys won't look at it like it's just another play. In fact, they're going to look at it like this is the play that probably will change the game. So you got that culture coming in there. And I think that right there is going to make an immediate impact on the rest of this season. And I would be remiss if I didn't end it with you, Tyvis Powell, Cleveland baseball fan, lifelong Cleveland baseball fan as the regular season begins this weekend. Cleveland Guardians winning the AL Central. How far in the playoffs will they go? I need your prediction right now. I got them, I got them going at least to the, uh, the conference championship. I got them. If they, if the, at the least, they're going to make it to at least the game before the World Series. If they, if they make it to the World Series, great. If they lose before the World Series, like right before, then, you know, it, I would still call it a successful season. They just got to go deeper in the playoffs than they did last year. I can't ask for too much because obviously with the payroll that they have, unless they go out there and get Otani, you know, <laughs> if they go get somebody like Otani, then they change everything. But right now with the players that they have and the payroll that they have, I'm good with just a conference championship. We'll have more of this week's Ohio Sports Magazine when we continue here on the Ohio News Network. The ONN Daily Podcast. Get a recap of all the day's news from across the state. Our one affiliate WBNS-TV in Columbus has more. Haley Kirby reporting in downtown Toledo. In the State House. Kevin Landers. ONN Canton. ONN affiliate WKYC-TV in Cleveland explains. In Marietta, Brett Wharf, ONN News. Emma Henderson in Genoa. The ONN Daily Podcast. Listen at onnradio.com or wherever you download your favorite podcasts from the Ohio News Network. Betting happens as fast as sports. And now every play is faster than ever before. You're on the edge of your seat until the moment when it's all on the line. Which is why it's important to pause before you play. 
Sports are fast. Betting shouldn't be. So remember to set limits, know the risks, and pause before you play. To learn more, visit pausebeforeyouplay.org. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery-powered tools, from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at SteelUSA.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. The Ohio Education Association congratulates Mindy Wurst, a Title I reading teacher at Cary Elementary School, this week's education champion. Every leader in Mead Day, we play games in the gym. It's a friendly competition that builds responsibility, teamwork, and leadership skills. It's fun to watch the kids enjoy being here, excited to come to school and learn, excited to see me. I get a chance to know every single student. I love my job. I can't imagine doing anything else. We plant trees because people need trees. And when planted in the right place, they have great impact. Trees help slow climate change, filter our air and water, foster biodiversity, and strengthen our communities. They create the kind of transformational change the world needs now. April is a month filled with opportunities to care for and plant trees. For planting resources, contact an Ohio ISA certified arborist who can help you learn how to take the best care of your trees. Visit trees4ohio.org. That's trees4ohio.org. Do you have foot pain? Foot pain is not normal regardless of your age or job. Podiatric physicians are the most qualified doctors to care for your feet and can provide important foot care solutions or shoe inserts to better manage foot pain. Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association podiatric physicians are located throughout the state and are dedicated to providing the highest quality foot and ankle care. We've been serving the profession and the public for over 100 years. To find a member of the Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association near you, visit associationsadvanceohio.com. Fan, Ohio Sports Destination. Now back to Ohio Sports Magazine on the Ohio News Network. Once again, here's Kate Burdett. Time now to get some highlights of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show with Jay Crawford. Here's producer Hayden Heilshorn to set the scene. Thanks, Kate. On this week's Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, the guys had a conversation about the new contract that... Guardians shortstop Andres Jimenez received this week from the Cleveland Guardians. Six and a half million dollars they're spending with the potential yeah. for that to go up on Andres Jimenez. It's a seven-year deal. For a pre-arbitration deal for second baseman, it's the biggest one in baseball history yeah. for that position. Doesn't surprise me because those don't really happen that often, the no. pre-arbitration deals. But I, I, I want to get your thought on it, Bull. Um, yeah. And by the way, this is the first of many that are expected. There are others in the pipeline some names that we're hearing, Rosario. We're also hearing that, and this is, I don't know what's going to happen now with the injury, but McKenzie, they're yeah. working on a McKenzie. Pay to um, Quan is a guy that they've got to lock up. Definitely Rosario is a guy that surprised me when yeah. I saw his name on that list. I, I, I think in the end that's the least likely one to get done since I do he's too. a free agent at the end of the year. Yeah. This will pro- this will be the biggest money one of any of those guys. Agreed. Because he's you know, he had a MVP borderline MVP caliber season. And he was year. yeah. I, I, I love this move for the Guardians. I think it's great for the fans. It real I mean, think about it. The Guardians the last two years in, in the last when did Jose sign his deal? It was like last okay, year, last right year. before right the season now. started, just like this. So <laughs> essentially in twelve months, they've signed the two biggest contracts in the history of the franchise. Yeah. We'll have more of this week's Ohio Sports Magazine when we continue here on the Ohio News Network.
Morning Juice. I don't hate Jimmy Garoppolo. You know what he has? He's got a lot of mozzarella stick to him. Is he anybody's favorite app? Probably not. Morning Juice. Sponsored by Affinity Whole Health. Weekday mornings at 6. The Fan. Now back to Ohio Sports Magazine on the Ohio News Network. Once again, here's Kate Burdett. That's all for this week's Ohio Sports Magazine. Thank you to our guests, Matt McLaren, Director of Tourism Ohio, and Kate Harley, Active Transportation Manager for the Ohio Department of Transportation. Thanks to all of our Locked On podcast contributors this week as well. For Hayden Hylosorn, Eric Reeser, and Paul Keels, I'm Kate Burdett. Thanks so much for listening to this week's show. We'll have a new episode next week here on the Ohio News Network. Broadcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM HD1 Conference.